Hello and welcome to the first Slick Pivot session. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Liz Ward. This New Year vision setting audio was planned to be shared with my one-to-one pivot coaching clients. But at the last minute this week, I decided to make it available to the whole Slick Pivot community. Therefore, as it's an audio recording, you could argue that this is episode one of the Slick Pivot podcast. You've been asking for it. I've been wanting to find ways of bringing you more pivot inspiration. So here we are. And I'm so glad you are here for the journey with me. Let's do this together. I've wanted to record a podcast for over four years. I've had the equipment for the last three years. And today the microphone is out of the box again and I start. So thanks for being here. I'd love you to let me know what you like and what you'd like more of going forward. It's day one of new beginnings and there's no better day to start. So today is all about setting your vision for success in 2020. I'll be guiding you through the pivot process for setting goals that kick ass and last. Is this 2020 going to be the year you pivot into that new role? Will you pivot your business For more happiness and growth? Will you pivot to more precious family time? Is this the year that you pivot your mindset and make changes that way? I've designed this audio so that you can listen through and take part in the interactive exercises along the way. So enjoy this time for reflection and setting your 2020 goals with joy. You might want to grab a pen and paper and make your notes along the way. Feel free to hit pause after the prompts. I have left a bit of space so you can do that between the questions and you can listen back again another time and refine your planning too. So think of this as your New Year pivot coaching session. If you've been through pivot coaching with me or attended one of my workshops, you may recognise some of these prompts. So use this as a good refresher and opportunity to reflect refine and see new insights. So that's the preamble. Let's go. So we end 2019 and move into 2020. We're closing one chapter and starting another. And what a year and chapter we are coming out of. The outside world has been full of uncertainty, politically and economically, Technology continues to move faster than us, throwing us more and more choice. Like we're living in an age where we can have it all if we choose. Yet the options are endless, just endless. And at times that can be so overwhelming. But despite big change going on in the outside world... Us worker bees, startuppers, business owners and parents have practically been breaking world records with the amount of things we can accomplish in one single day. And if there is one skill I'm noticing that we're all getting better at, it's getting good at change and getting good at managing unpredictability, being flexible and adaptable to uncertainty is a superpower that we are all honing. We don't know what is going to happen with industry, with politics, with technology. We can't plan five, ten years into the future anymore. So we have to get really cool and flexible with changing our plans 
to fit the conditions. I want to give you all a massive high five to kick off, a pat on the back. What a year. It's been a roller coaster for me personally, probably one of the most stretchy and emotional years of my life. I've had some really big things happen, a new baby, my marriage, had our wedding, um, business growth, countryside living. It's been it's been full of change and I'm sure for you, you've had similar experiences. And so now I'm really excited to guide you through a Slick Pivot session to set your vision for 2020. So we're going to close the chapter of 2019 with a bit of reflection and then start thinking forward. I want to share with you my pivot coaching approach for New Year goal setting. Forget New Year's resolutions where you try and give something up. Let's focus on what you want to gain and the new growth that you'd like. What will your pivot hold in 2020? Think of every year of your life as layers. Every year you add another layer on. You grow stronger just like a tree. And we are pivoting all the time. We're tweaking, we're iterating, and every single year you've moved forward. Having a clear 2020 vision about what good would look like, let's imagine next Christmas Eve, is a lovely way to start setting your strategy for the year. Your vision is like having a north star of what good looks like. We can then be guided towards it. It's like programming the sat-nav with a specific postcode. The clearer you are on your destination, the more likely you're going to get there without too many detours. So we're currently at A, we want to get to B, but do we know what our B is? So when starting the new year, we start with the end in mind. Once we know what we want, we can then take surrendered action towards creating that life, business and career in our vision and be open to the how. Because as I mentioned, everything is uncertain. We don't, we can't predict what's going to happen. So I truly believe we don't need to plan every step meticulously. We also don't know what's going to happen along the way. You know when you have a massive to-do list And then you feel a slave to it. You've written down all your thoughts and all your ideas. You feel like you've got to do them all. But in an ideal world, we are actually looking to shortcut those steps. We want to take some action, trust our intuition, feel the feedback along the way, both internally within ourselves, like do we like this, does it feel good, and externally through the results we get. You know, are we, getting, are we getting replies to our emails? Are we getting the progress we want? And when we look at that data coming in, you know, we can then be flexible and adaptable to pivot towards what we want. So let me share an example. One of my big learnings over the last few years has been to let go of items on my to-do list. I've set a business goal that I think I should do to get the outcome I was looking for. For example... The goal was to grow my Slick Pivot community and coach more individuals. The marketeer in me, you know, from the corporate background with all my big big budgets, said, okay, you must write a blog, you must post daily on Instagram, you must must, um, engage on LinkedIn, you must do Facebook, you must, must do Twitter, you must send a newsletter, you must run a workshop, you must go to networking events, you must have lots of coffees. The list gets written. 
And I started experimenting with lots of these things, yet Click quickly realised that workshops in real life were the fastest and most effective channel for me to meet clients and deliver value. And that's how I've met quite a lot of you guys. I let go, I had to let go of all the other marketing plans. Just because I said I would do them and wrote them on the list didn't mean I had to continue. So I noticed what was working and and what had an impact and then gracefully let go of the rest. But it was through having a clear vision that enabled me to let go of those things because I'm a shortcutting where we want to go. So when we drop our shoulds, e.g., I should do this because I said I would, and trust that the next step is the right step, our vision starts to unfold and our time is freed up to really focus on moving towards what we want. So we're going to look at a reflection on 2019 and then we're going to think about how do you want to feel, what projects do you want to work on, what exciting things do you want to be part of, what people do you want around you? What environments do you want to be involved in going forward into this 2020? I encourage you to pause after the, after the prompts and write things down. If you do have a pen and paper um, at the ready, great. If not, grab one or come back to this another time and, and write down your thoughts. There's something about actually writing your vision down and making it tangible that helps guide our brain towards it as well. There's a bit of psychology there. I've been pivot coaching since 2016 and I've noticed that pivots start much closer to home than we think. You know, there's a big misconception that to pivot is a negative thing. Pivots are positive. We're just building on what's working. We're not starting from scratch. We're going, okay, what are all the things that I've got going on that are going really brilliant for me? Let's not throw any of that away. We might want to drop a few things to free up and be able to move forward. But we are building on our solid foundation of what is already working for us, our skills, our strengths, our networks, our talents, and then we're going to tweak around that. So it's not jumping too far in another direction and putting you into your panic zone. We're looking at adding and tweaking. So let's start with step one. The step one of the pivot process is the P. The P stands for personal. So let's start with you now. Where are you now? What are your pleasures, preferences, proud moments? You can relate this to your professional work, your business or your career, but I also encourage you to include personal elements in this too. It's really good to reflect on the whole picture because it's all interlinked. As you look back on the previous year, what are your 10 highlight or proud moments? Think of, think of tiny ones and big ones. There may be big moments, like for me there was a wedding. What beliefs, behaviours or strengths contributed to those proud moments happening? Where did you have the most impact in 2019? And where did you have the most impact with the least amount of effort? So what did you kind of make happen that just came easy to you? You know, there might be a practical business example, like you may have won some business or done something at work that just kind of just came really easy to you and it had a big impact. What were those things that had impact but with low effort? When were you lucky? What moments just fell into your lap really easily? 
And when did you feel most in the zone in 2019? When did time fly for you? Where did you like lose yourself in the moment and were able to be really, really present? And that's called being in your in your zone of genius. These are moments that we can really tune into to show when we were, you know, in our, in our happy moments, when things were flowing, we want to build more of that into our 2020. So when you looked at your to-do list in 2019, what did you look forward to doing? What gave you um, excitement thinking, oh, that's coming up. I'm going to do that next. I'm looking forward to that. What brought you the most joy? What were your biggest strengths shining through in 2019? What did you get complimented on most frequently? And what were you the go-to person for amongst friends, family, co-workers? Where and how did you make money in 2019? What were those streams of income coming from? Day jobs, side hustles, savings? Have a little think about that. Where did money flow most easily into your life? And how did you learn and grow? You know, could you write? I bet you could, you know, you could spend two hours doing this, writing 10 or 20 lessons about what you learned about yourself in 2019. It's a lovely kind of diary reflection exercise to do. But how did you learn and grow? What challenges did you face and how did you overcome them? Maybe for you, some great things that happened were the things you said no to. What did you drop or decline to do that felt great? What did you say no to that released you and allowed you to move forward? Just take a moment to, to celebrate those things and to, and to notice how saying no or not doing it allowed a, a pivot in your life for you to move forward to something new. What were your favourite things about 2019? So that was the P stage. What a reflection. We need to know where we're starting from before we can decide where to go next. You know, think of that sat-nav again. You need a start point, you know, current location, um, before you can set in that new postcode. And if you are feeling stuck about what is your next move in 2020, do take some time to look at the clues here of your strengths, pleasures and preferences from the year just gone. And it may be, you know, you're really not enjoying your job, but there might be clues in your personal life or in some of your um, hobbies or um, side projects where you you do find joy and you are in your flow that you could dive into and think, you know, How can we double down on this going forward? Because what we want to identify is what gives us joy, what gives us pleasure and build more of that in. We don't want to let go of those things. We are doubling down on it. The next step then is I in pivot. So we've done P for personal. I is for imagine. So give yourself permission to just zoom forward in time to Christmas Eve 2020. You are sitting there with your Christmas tipple in your hand. The year has gone super well. You are happy. You've had a fulfilling, successful year. You know, you've smashed it. You've made what you wanted happen. So as you're sitting there, 
in that on that Christmas Eve night. Think about where are you? What do you see? What do you hear? What do you feel on that Christmas Eve? And where are you? What is that environment like? And who's around you? Who are the people that you can see? And as you're sitting there in that place on Christmas Eve, you are reflecting on your amazing year. What are you proud of achieving in 2020? What are you high-fiving yourself for? You're like, boom, I'm so amazing that that, that is so amazing that that happened. And yes, you are amazing. What are those big highlights? You want to be like, oh my goodness, I'm so proud that I made that happen. I did this exercise in 2017, um, doing the Christmas Eve exercise, and I saw my home um, as being in the countryside with a real log fire and space for family to come and to stay at Christmas and have enough garden for lots of kids running around. And at that time, I had no idea how that would happen. I was living in London and we were committed to that area. But yet, two years later, I'm now having Christmas in that country home. It is my home and I am surrounded by fields. I'm recording this and I can see fields out of the window. So a number of things happened to enable this house to unfold in front of us. My husband was offered a job out of London. We saw an opportunity for a rental experiment. And my vision was so clear that I, that's, that's kind of the environment and the space that I wanted to be in, that I knew that it was the right decision to, do, to, to go for it. And, we, and then here we are. So allow yourself, when you're thinking about that Christmas Eve daydream, to really see what, what you do want in your heart and give yourself permission to have that. Because the first step to creating what you want is to believing that it will happen. We don't need to attach ourselves to the how. We just need to have our North Star. So allow yourself to imagine. And then the next step is V for vision. So step three. So we've done P for personal, I for imagine, and V is for vision. So now we've done that imagining let's firm up that vision so you could do this as drawing a mind map in your pad um, which you could actually turn into a physical vision board later this this drawing this mind map these notes are the foundation for your vision board and I love having um having a vision board kicking around in my house because it it just prompts your mind and yourself to remember, okay, that is what we're guiding towards. That is what I'm looking for. And by keeping something front of mind, you then continue to see the opportunities. It's basically how advertising works. That's why um, we put up outdoor posters all over the cities, um, supported by TV, supported by digital. And having those different prompts just remind you all the time and keep the brands front of mind. That's that's how branding works. That's how we're reminded that we like certain things or we want certain things. And so, but you can do this for yourself with your vision board. Remind yourself what your values are. Remind yourself what you're looking for. So let's start with this mind map. So in the centre, what you do is you put your name and you write 2020. So I'd write Liz 2020. Put a little circle around it or a star or whatever shape you want. And then draw some spokes from the centre 
one for each kind of area of your life. For me, I would have business, I'd have the relationship with my husband, Al, my kids would be a separate spike, well-being, personal learning, money, community, and under community, I'd I'd have different um, spokes as well, so I'd have friends, network, my neighbours. I'd also have another spoke for fun and one for home. So draw your mind map and your spikes, spokes. And then for each section, then you expand further. So you draw more spokes. Break each one down. And write what you'd like by Christmas Eve 2020 as if you have it. So my example would be for my business spoke. I'd like to write on mine. Amazing reviews from Slick Pivoters taking part in Pivot Power my group coaching programme that supports business owners and side hustlers in pivoting for more happiness and growth. So I want to see amazing reviews coming in. I want referrals that continue to blow my mind from my coaching clients. I want five-star podcast reviews. Um, I want a diary with space in it. And I want to have run a sellout retreat, um, a pivot retreat. For my well-being, I want to have completed the Windermere swim again. In 2019, I did an open water swim in Windermere. I've now got a fear about that because it was quite cold. So I want to I wanna do that again in 2020. Um, for family, it's quality time with my babies and being present. So you can take each spoke and just map out the things and allow yourself to expand with that, you know, just sit with it for a little while. Um, because more things will come through. Give yourself permission to daydream and really see, hear and feel those things that are popping in. Write them down. You know, think of your, think of this as like headlines for the newspaper of you, the headlines that you'd love to be written, the newspaper of you. And if there are goals that are coming up for you and you might start to hear that inner critic on your shoulder going, hey, (laughs) you can't do that. That's not for you. You know, you're not smart enough, old enough, young enough, um, rich enough. If those things are popping up and you're going, ooh, write that goal down anyway. Those are the stretchy goals, the ones that will see you grow, the ones that have you expand and, you know, are really kind of stretchy pivots. So if you see yourself on LinkedIn, you know, if you imagine your LinkedIn page and you see your job title saying X, write that down. If you see your book on the Amazon store, your book that you may not have even started yet, it might just be an idea in your head, you know, write that down. And then what you can do is you could take a photograph of the Amazon page um, and you could even do a mock-up, you know, you could tinker with the computer and put your name as, a, as an author on Amazon Bookstore. And that could go on your vision board so you can really tangibly see the thing that you'd like to make happen. I know somebody uh, that was determined to do a TED Talk, what they did is they uh, they took a, the, the photograph of the TED stage or they found one online and then they superimposed a picture of them on the TED stage with the TED logo behind them. And they had that on their screensaver or on their laptop. 
Um, and three years later, they did do that TED talk. Um, but by really like allowing your brain to see the future, the brain doesn't know whether it's real or not, but it will guide you towards that. When you draw your mind map, we're not writing down shoulds. I encourage you to, to write down joy moments, things that are going to spark joy, as Marie Kondo would say. So how can you do more things that bring you joy? For me, it's like, what are the marketing methods that I can use to, to meet more people and grow my business? I've realised over the last couple of years that going on podcasts and, and talking brings me a lot more joy than writing. Uh, hence why I'm doing this. So when we get caught up in a should goal, it can cause friction inside and make us feel a bit uncomfortable because we're like, oh, I don't really want to do that. So I encourage you to set goals full of joy. And as I said, when you have your clear vision, you will start seeing the opportunities. You just have to tune your brain into looking for the things that you want. It's a bit like going shopping for a pair of yellow wellies. If you know you want yellow wellies, you will filter the whole shopping experience out. You'll scan and focus as you go into stores. You will completely discount certain stores because you know you're looking for a pair of yellow wellies. Think, consider going shopping for just a pair of shoes. Any shoes. How will that shopping experience play out differently? And this is why if we can be as specific as possible with our vision, where we can and where we know, the clearer you can be, the easier you'll get where you want to go. So map out your perfect scenario. Give yourself permission to ask for it. What would perfect look like? For those of you that have done one-to-one -one coaching with me, you can do the perfect day exercise again. Um, it's good to redo this every now and again, to really tune in to, you know, what a good working day might look like, what a good working week might look like. So you, you've done your mind map, we've explored that vision. And when, we, when you look, or you think, when you think about what's come up for you there, is there a word or a focus theme that you'd like to give your 2020 you know, a theme that's going to keep you grounded. In 2017, my theme was growth. I was growing my family. I was growing my business. I was growing my database. It was all about kind of planting seeds and, and exploring and growing and injecting. And in 2018, it was a bit different. It was balance. Um, I was pregnant, I was managing a number of different things um, and wanted to find more equilibrium, um, have a different year to the pushing of 2017 um, and find more, and find more balance. And in 2019, this year just gone, my word was flow. Um, I had a lot of unknowns and uncertainty um, in 2019. At the beginning of the year, I was actually pregnant and overdue with my son. Um, and I'd been told he was going to need some quite major surgery and multiple operations this year. Um, and I'd been told that before he arrived. So I came into it with a load of, it's a bit of information, but then a lot of uncertainty. And I had to manage my inner control freak and go with the flow a bit more. That need for knowing everything, what things were gonna, when things were going to happen and how, was just impossible for me to accomplish. So 
flow was a theme that really, really supported me this year. And it gave me something to come back to in times of um, uncertainty and perhaps wobbles that happen. In, in 2020, my theme is going to be serendipity. Knowing that things happen by happy chance, I'll be planting some seeds and really tuned in to those moments that are going to be popping in and welcoming them. So what is a big theme, a touchstone for your year? Every year, the words build. They become layered on each other and starts to add to a bigger picture. How are you being? How are you growing? So you could turn your mind map and your word, you know, into a vision board. This is a physical thing with images rather than rather than words that represent your 2020 vision. So you could put this together, uh, finding images that represent events, moments, feelings, specifics. I'm in the process of doing my 2021 my previous one, I have a, a turtle on mine, and the turtle, that represents a few things. Specifically, it means swimming, because I love going swimming, so it represents me going swimming, yet also it represents the feelings of going slower, chilling out for a little while, being more turtle, allowing myself to retreat, um, and then go, go out swimming again. Um, there's also some logos of publications I'd like to see my writing in. There are some events I'd like to be at and participating in. There's also a number, a revenue target. So if that works for you, get that on there. You can bring that vision board to life. There might even be some kind of thinking question that you're putting out there as well into the universe that you don't have the answers for. Like, how can I make more money in less time? Or where will I find a flexible and fun role? Just put the question out into the universe and have that being a positive one. Um, rather than looking at... So, so when I say positive question, I mean something like, where will I find a flexible and fun role? Um, versus one, one that's like, how can I start a business without going broke? What we're doing there is we're putting without going broke the thing that we don't want into the into the goal, into the thinking question. And so you're going to be you get what you focus on. So if you're focused on going broke, then that's that's kind of what you're going to be guided towards. We want to put that in a positive. So how can I make mon more money in less time is opens up a lot more opportunity um, for, and, and is a, more open to bring in things you haven't thought of yet. Who are you most excited about getting connected with in 2020? Maybe it's specific names, or maybe it's an idea of the type of person. Like perhaps you want to find a business partner or a co-founder, or perhaps you want to hire a coach to help you reach your potential, but you don't know who it is yet. Or perhaps you want to think about the relationships you already have in your orbit. Who do you want to get to know better? These could be friendships, peers, mentors, people from afar. Like following someone's tips online. Um, or people within your existing network. Who would you like to bring closer? Could you write a list of 10 people 
who you would love to get to know better in 2020. And you can have a combination of friends, mentors, people from afar, people closer. Write down someone who feels really stretchy and edgy to reach out to and bring into your orbit. Who would that person be? Who do you want to learn from from afar? You know, do you want to add more books or podcasts or programs into your life? Then think about opportunities. Knowing your vision now, what opportunities are already in front of you? What things are have popped around you or are starting to bubble up that you could dive deeper into? And what else are you insanely curious about? What are you drawn to? What ideas have popped in your head? And you're like, oh, it'd be interesting to explore that a bit more. Write that down. That's an opportunity. The fact that you've had that idea is an opportunity. And then think about skills. You know, looking at your vision and where you want to go, what would be most beneficial for you to learn? What do you want to add to your belt? Would you like to learn professionally or even personally? You know, are there some things that you just really fancy doing? Like learning to paint or learning to skydive or enjoying some singing? A friend who recently joined a choir has really opened up a new way of thinking. And it's, it's, it's supported her career pivot. And this year I learned about open water swimming, completely unrelated to anything of my, you know, um, professional goals. I got so many benefits from doing that. It deepened my relationships with um, a really great friend. It allowed me time to think. Um, It opened up all sorts of possibilities. So what would you like to add into your life? Um, What classes do you want to attend? What are your options there? So we've covered personal, where we are now. We've talked about I for imagine, and how you want to feel and what you want to be proud of. We've set that vision. We've looked at V. We've got specific about honing in on some of those highlight moments that you want to happen in different areas of your life. And we talked about other people, options and opportunities that are coming up. Now for writing your action plan. Rather than a list of to-dos, think of this as your like experiment list because the final stage is T for test. So do you see what we did there? We've been through the word pivot, P-I-V-O-T. The final stage is test. So what test, what pilot or experiment could you run or series of pilots and experiments can you be running in January and February to move towards your vision? So you do not have to have everything planned out before you start the pilot. We're testing, learning, iterating towards the big idea. Just start, you know, like this podcast slash audio recording, whatever this is. Today I started. It's a pilot. It's a test. Did I like it? Do you like it? We'll see. Will it gain traction? So when you're running an experiment... You know, you're seeing, is this going to help me get where I want to to move towards? And you can ask these three questions to yourself. Do I enjoy this new area? Can I become an expert? And can I expand with this? So when I think about this um, audio recording, this way of communicating to you guys, I've really been enjoying it so far. Um, 
there is an opportunity for me to learn more and become more expert at this kind of thing. There's a, there's a bit of technology to learn and to understand. And can I expand with this? Absolutely. Um, so I'm feeling good feedback. You can look at every single pilot that you do in that way. So each time you take an action, you can go deeper and question, can I, come be- can I become better at this? Will this enable me to expand and grow towards my vision? And this is the feedback you are looking for. And the job of your pilots is to start to see where momentum builds. Some examples could be pilots that you might be doing. You know, it might be changing your pricing. It might be being um, clearer about your packages. It might be booking that meeting with your boss to say what you would like for the for the going forward into the year setting a personal development plan with your boss it might be delegating something that's an experiment letting go it might be changing your linkedin profile you know to be more true about what you're actually doing right now or, or what you want to be doing it might be reaching out to that mentor or coach to explore getting support it might be booking that venue to do that event in it might be just putting up the web page, putting up the page and seeing if anyone clicks. It might be going for lunch with someone. It might be joining a community. It might be starting a new project at work. I do see lots of people pivoting within companies. You know, even it's, it's within your own power to pivot your role that you're already in by doing internal side projects, getting closer to other teams that you find more interesting. Um, It's possible. I've seen that happen. So what what pivots could you do within your existing role? Um, It may be an adaption of your leadership style. You know, you might want to try something new with a particular team member. I launched Slick Pivot by running a pilot. Actually, I've never launched anything since 2016. I've been continuously running a series of experiments. It's now so ingrained in everything I do. Everything is an experiment. You know, even this house that I'm in, this is an experiment. We're seeing if we like living in the countryside. Um, And this year I've been running Pivot Power, my group programme, as a beta. It's a group coaching programme that I've been thinking about for a while and it came to fruition this September. And over three months, each Slick Pivoter has been running their own pilot for their side hustle and business. And they're testing out new areas of expansion, marketing strategies, ideas, and seeing what feels good, seeing what comes back, testing out, is it enjoyable? Is it expandable? Can I become an expert at this? Am I growing? And it's so cool to operate in this way. It allows you to get things going and tweak accordingly. So what pilots do you want to test out in 2020 that will support your vision? Write them down. What's your experiment list? Maybe you want to apply for roles in a new industry. You might start experimenting with that. You might start reaching out to people you know in that new space. Maybe you want to start a supper club. Commit to doing a series of three. It's a great experiment. To write down your list of experiments. And then we test, we learn, we adapt. And how do you know when a pilot is working? It's when we see it gaining momentum. When we start doing something, we start to feel a lot of friction. Then 
I encourage you to do a deeper review. You know, are you getting blocked? What is the feedback saying? What tweaks are needed? Um, what do you need to tinker with to see if you can get a different result? So you have been through the pivot method for vision and goal setting. We talked about personal P. I is imagine, V, vision. The O is other people, opportunities and options. And then at T, then you decide, okay, I'm going to experiment with these things. Write your experiment list and you can continuously review this. I'm so excited for your 2020. I'm so excited for you on Christmas Eve. Um, sitting there with your tipple, thinking about your high five moments. Um, I encourage you to spend time with these stages. I encourage you to just inject some joy into your, you know, into your vision thinking. Think about it in like, you know, if I'm going to flow through the next year and um, I'm going to make some stuff happen, what is that stuff that will really shift the needle for you? How do you want to feel? If you are feeling some fear coming up, you're going, oh, that's a bit too much. This is normal. And of course you're going to have fear. It's never going to go away. I encourage you to surrender to it. When it comes, allow it to pass through your body. Allow it to breathe it. Say thank you. It's okay. You know, say to yourself, I am moving forward. It's cool that you are here, fear, you know. This means that I'm doing something big. I'm learning, I'm growing, I'm embracing the insecurity and uncertainty and I'm keeping on moving. If that fear is, is, you know, you feel like you're moving into a panic zone, then I'd say, how can you make your next step smaller? What is the one next step that you can take this week? What is the one step that you can take that will make, you know, some traction, some impact? One step that you can take after you've listened to this recording. And I encourage you to build your support team, surround yourself with people that support your pivot, that support your personal development, that are going to give you high fives along the way. So have fun with your mind map scribbling and enjoy getting your vision boards created. And thank you for listening. Happy New Year. And as this recording was a pilot for me, I would love to hear your feedback. What did you like? What did you want more of? I look forward to hearing your stories and highlight moments as you go through 2020. Feel free to drop me a note and let me know what's going on. If you feel called to dive deeper and would love coach support in 2020 to bring your vision to life... There's a few things going on at slickpivot.com that you may be interested in. The signature Slick Pivot workshop, How to Pivot Your Career, is going to be running online. A series of three live webinars starting on the 20th of January. You can book your place at slickpivot.com. And doors are open to join the next Pivot Power Intake. This is three months of business and mindset coaching with me. Join a group of Slick Pivoters to take your business and side hustle plans to the next level. 12 online coaching calls, access to all pivot exercises and accountability, motivation and pivot comrades. We start in January and you can apply to join at slickpivot.com.